And I'm Andrew Work on Money Talk, and we are going to now have the view from mainland China. We're going to say uh, ni hao to Dr. Yanan Wu, who is the chairman and CEO at the Surfin Group. Uh, good morning, Dr. Wu. Ni hao, Andrew. Ni hao, ni hao. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, great. Nice to meet you. Nice to get you on the show. Uh, very excited to have you on to find out what's happening in China. And it, it seems like some old friends or even family were back in China for the uh, China Development Forum. Um, I mean, it's, I guess we had the NPC meetings. They talked about changes yeah. in the financial regulatory system, but also indicated a new opening to business. And is this uh, China Development Forum, is this part of this? It's been a long time since we've seen CEOs in China. Yes, indeed, Andrew. Uh, it's, uh, as you said, even the family comes. Uh, so it's a reunion, I would say, <laughs> after the, uh, the reopening COVID uh, you know, policy change. So I think the the, uh, uh, the this is the you know the twenty uh, second uh, of CDF uh, since two thousand twelve, and uh, this is the first offline after the COVID you know for the, the last three years. Mm. So it's really I think the key theme is the reopen reopen reopening of China. So as you said, there's uh, quite a number of. Uh, you know the large enterprise CEOs come. You know Tim Cook, uh, Apple, and uh, Mercedes-Benz, and BMW, Siemens, and you know even Rio Tinto. You know every uh, sector the CEO joins the pension. So even the you know the standing committee uh, member of uh, the uh, uh, the uh, political bureau, one of the seven. You know Mr. Uh, Ding Xuexiang also speaks at the beginning of the forum. So it's a very high level, I would say. Mm-hmm. It's uh, trying to pro- portray the message, you know, China is ready, ready to reopen. And IMF uh, President Catalina uh, Georgia also, you know, welcomed uh, the forum and uh, predicted that China would drive the global economic growth this year. The contribution was, you know, probably one-third of the global uh, GDP growth of this year. Yeah, and I noticed that that kind of sample list uh, that you put out there, it was mostly European uh, because, you know, in the United States, the rhetoric is still pretty fierce. Uh, you know, of course, uh, of course, Apple has a special uh, role in China. Uh, yeah. But I'm just I'm just wondering, I mean, the rhetoric, the political rhetoric in the United States is pretty aggressive right now. Uh, I mean, is Tim Cook leading the way for Americans or are others going to be able to follow in his wake? Yeah, I think it probably it's a wait and see. <laughs> uh, Tim Cook, uh, of course, wants to value the relationship with China, and also he showed a gesture that he want to donate, uh, you know, probably 100 million US dollars to their village education mm. in China. Uh, uh, the other important figure from the US is, uh, you know, uh, Ray Dalio. You know, he's the you know, uh, Bridgewater's, uh, you know, the founder. Mm-hmm. And so he uh, showed up. Of course, he has a long-time relationship, good relationship with the Chinese uh, government side and also the uh, the uh, investment side. So so I think that's uh, uh, probably uh, most uh, U.S. Uh, counterparty probably, probably wait and see, especially during this uh, uh, TikTok, uh, you know, this uh, Congress hearing uh, the, in the background. So, so I think the large enterprise still want to see the political atmosphere and uh, want to evaluate the situation. But on the other hand, I noticed that the the vice uh, minister of this, this uh, 
uh, the, the U.S. state uh, uh, government is Rick Waters, you know, the head of China House. Actually, uh, at the same time, uh, visited Hong Kong, Shanghai, and Beijing, although in very low profile, mm-hmm. uh, just meeting with academics and uh, business leaders. So, so I think both sides want to uh, prepare something, maybe. Uh, prepare for uh, Mr. Lincoln to visit China, probably in the next step. So, so I think from the U.S. side, it's more or less, I think, a wait-and-see uh, attitude. So there might be a, a divergence between the political rhetoric, which is quite heated, and, and the business community. Um, I, t- I took note of the Nürburger Berman uh, yeah. announcement that they're, they're going to commit to uh, investing more in China. They're raising another fund. Is, how easy is it going to be for uh, American finance companies to expand their offerings in terms of in, in, uh, giving American investors exposure through mutual funds or other, other vehicles? Yeah, uh, there's quite a number of uh, you know the investment house from U.S. Uh, already got the license, the uh, mutual fund license uh, for issuing public mutual funds. Uh, so, like you mentioned, Nuremberg is going to uh, launch uh, its own equity-focused fund. Uh, so, I think that's one of the mid, uh, many funds after BlackRock and. Uh, uh, Fidelity and the other, you know, uh, the large U.S. house uh, issue public mutual funds in China. Uh, on the other hand, uh, we'll see other mixed, mixed signals. Like, you know, Vanguard is actually leaving China after so many years, uh, although it's trying to devote uh, robot advisor with end uh, finance. So, so I think it's really mixed uh, reaction from U.S. Uh, uh, investment management companies. Uh, in terms of market appetite, I would say uh, the uh, the size of the market depth of uh, Chinese capital is still deep. Uh, you know, the the the, the, the Chinese government just issued uh, the retire, personal retirement uh, plan that's uh, going to uh, inject to the capital market uh, because of the situation with the retirement pension. Uh, still uh, have to be undergo uh, more further reform. So that opened up more window opportunity uh, for retirement uh, uh, mutual fund management uh, for U.S. house investment houses because the, this is where the expertise of uh, firms like Nuremberg and uh, BlackRock and uh, you know, Fidelity, they, they can bring their expertise and experience into the Chinese uh, uh, mutual fund market. And I'm guessing that probably the the amount of money that they bring in is going to be less important than the expertise because, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the the Chinese stock markets will still be dominated by domestic funds, yeah? Yeah, exactly. Uh, The the home bias is still very strong. Uh, I think it's really the... Uh, the risk appetite of uh, Chinese uh, retail investors are diff- quite different from U.S. Uh, uh, retail investors. Chinese retail investors still in, uh, uh, you know, want to uh, have not enough, uh, you know, asset allocation instruments. So they want demand high return in a way, and their their investment appetite is probably more short term compared to U.S. are uh, used to 401k and. Uh, you know, pension plans, uh, which is relatively for longer term. So this is the risk appetite, and uh, how the, the the investment behavior uh, mm. has to be uh, probably learned by the U.S. Uh, mutual fund arms uh, trying to design a suitable, you know, product uh, for, for the local re- 
retail investor. They have to be patient, I would say. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much. We've been very fortunate today to have Dr. Yan Wu, chairman of Surfin, uh, to join us on the show today.